Welcome back to Nine Track Mind. We're your hosts, Kent Matthew. And Awful Kenzie. Still the best. Still controversial. And a little bit more ostentatious. Let's get started. Welcome back to Nine Track Mind. This week, we are going to be discussing the topic of self-doubt. I know everyone that's listening, everyone out there has encountered that at one point or another in their lifetime. And for this episode, we do have a guest on. Alexa Marie is here with us today. She is a dancer, a model, and she's a jack of all trades. Welcome, Alexa. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So in the topic of self-doubt, I know this is a stupid question, but it's got to be asked. Have you guys ever doubted yourselves? Currently. (laughs) (laughs) Like all the time. (laughs) Uh, My first podcast ever, so let's even start there. And then I, hey, that's nothing to doubt yourself about. That's a good thing. Um, especially on topics like this, I feel like even more so. I'm not sure if always my perspective is right or wrong, and I know we shouldn't care about that, but that's where doubt comes in. Because I'm like, is is what I say matters? You Let know? me fill you in on something. When we started this show, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We had <laughs> no idea. Like I had heard some podcasts before, but I. All I knew was I wanted to start a podcast and I wanted it to be different than anything that I had heard before. And that's all I knew. And I just, I literally had no idea. I still have no idea, but it turned out to be a wonderful thing. And uh, I'm glad I did it. I did have a lot of self-doubt actually in the beginning processes because I had no idea if it was going to you know succeed or fail or whatnot, but none of that stuff really matters. As long as you're doing something that you're proud of and that you're happy to be doing, that's really something that you, that's really the only thing that matters that you take away from the day, you know? Definitely. And I think this is just a conversation that needs to happen more often because I feel like no one talks about it ever. Well, I mean, a lot of it is like in your heads, like in everybody's mind. Because this is the stuff that like, especially in your downtime, you're just doing nothing but thinking. Or if you're laying in bed at night, I know when I, you know, on nights that I'm having trouble sleeping, which is more often than not, I'm just left to just think. And it just kind of sucks sometimes because it's like you wonder if, you know, if you're if you're doing enough, if you're, you know, time's moving pretty quickly, if you're getting everything done that you need to be getting done, and then other stuff that you can't control that's holding you back, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, definitely. Nighttime's the worst. <laughs> oh, yes. Nighttime is, you're left alone with those nightmares, but it's okay. <laughs> we just don't listen to them anymore. No. <laughs> How about you, Kenzie? Have you doubted yourself before? Yeah, a lot. I mean, yeah, my whole life is like chock full of me doubting myself and still yeah up till now like I still do that so it's rough I don't know yeah I had self-doubt going into even trying out for the soccer team though like even though I was pretty good I was coming off an injury so I was like not going into tackles I wasn't doing anything um I was honestly frankly shocked that I made the team I feel like I made it just based on what the coaches knew about me prior to me getting injured. Yeah. Uh, um, so, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I think um, much in line with what Alexa was saying of like, it doesn't get talked about enough. And I think some of that, like, if we talk about it more, we'll find that people sometimes like can mask self-doubt as other things. So like, 
me like making all those excuses for why I felt like I should not have made the team could also be considered forms of self-doubt because at the end of the day, at some level, I was still talented enough that this coach saw me playing previously and knew that even without an injury or even with an injury, I was going to be able to recover and be fine. Like there's elements of self-doubt that still come into play with me now in hindsight, thinking about these things of like trying to logically justify why I should not have been offered that thing or been gained that experience or whatever the case may be. I mean, those are still forms of self-doubt in my opinion. Yeah. And it's funny because we don't see a lot of the hidden talents that we possess because Mm -hmm. of all of these. And I, I think one of the reasons why it's not talked about so much, it just dawned on me that it's a part of mental health essentially so and I know that you know in the last few years that's been on the rise which is a great thing because it should be talked about but again I do agree that it's not talked about enough that's crazy that we're talking about I don't know how that even tied in together just now but when I got my headshots done on Sunday my photographer and I like we really just like we're open about I mean, first time meeting each other, like I wasn't expecting to be that open with him about what I've been doing. But as I was talking about what these headshots are for, an actor first, like that's not my thing. And I was just like telling him, like, I break out in hives when I have to peak sp- uh, speak publicly. And um, or if it's like about a topic that's su- super important to me, like my my chest just breaks out. My ears turn like fire engine red. It's like almost embarrassing and I feel like shameful about it and I was telling him about it, that and like some experiences with my friends and he was just like I think that's just you doubting yourself he's like do you see a therapist and I was like I've been trying to see a therapist because I'm like I want to understand why I feel that way all the time when I feel like I can naturally talk to anybody about these things but when it comes to like having the spotlight that's where like the fear comes in that's where the self-doubt comes in so that's where that the way this is coming up right now is also brought up a few days ago. <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's uh, like a fir- full circle type of thing. Yeah. But no, modeling and acting are totally different. Like yeah. I don't know. I definitely have the body to model now, but I don't know if I would ever. It's just too much pressure for me. Hey, you have done it. I've done it. I've modeled. When did I, I mean, model? Te- technically, that's what we did during our shoot for the our, our oh, promo. Oh, our I mean, season two photo shoot. That's technically Come on modeling. Now. <laughs> like you weren't acting for like a bunch of still frames. That's modeling. Maybe wow. because we're in a comfortable setting and it didn't feel Damn. like. Or I guess sometimes modeling can be considered acting for a bunch of still frames, depending right. on the position. I mean, you know, like it, they're intersectional, but they're not the same. Yeah. Same owned. with same with self doubt and mental health. I just got owned on my own show. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about self doubt, and I know it kind of goes along the lines of we've talked on this show about childhood a lot, but um, when you're growing up, that's all you do is self doubt. And I was wondering if you guys. Do you think that childhood self-doubt differs from adult self-doubt? If so, how? That's interesting. Well, I feel like when we're growing up, that's like our first time experiencing it. So I'm going to say it's different because it's the first time. Now that we experience it at a very different level, I think there's a difference. But we are aware what it looks like, but we didn't have the tools to like really like navigate it 
when we were children. I agree. I also think that in the same vein, like because those as a kid, those are our first times experiencing self-doubt, how the support system we have around us as children responds to us making wrong decisions or right decisions can help to kind of cultivate how we end up dealing with self-doubt. So if you've got a support system that maybe either just wasn't really was indifferent to you making good or bad decisions, if you had a support system who helped to nurture you being confident in making your own decisions, I mean, all of those things, I think, impact how we end up becoming such unique and individual adults. Mm -hmm. All of these little aspects of how we're uh, socialized as kids kind of make us individually who we are. So it's like why each of us struggle, have struggled with self-doubt, but in very different ways. Yeah. Um, So I think, yeah, it's, they're, they're vastly different, but I think they're different because like as adults, we can both recognize it. And also at some level, we've been conditioned to experience it in a certain way. And it takes sometimes therapy to help us break down why we experience it that in that way. And then why it manifests in that way. That whole unlearning to relearn as an adult, like, I feel like that's such a thing that I don't think even the generation above us really understood that still to this day. Like I have my brother who is starting a family, but he pretty much stayed in Michigan, you know, like I'm not saying that he hasn't grown as a person, but for an example, like he stayed there. That's what we're used to. Nothing's changed. And now we're from same for where we're from. That's why I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there. And maybe it is the moving away from hometown mentality that, makes us change our mind and see things differently. And I'm not saying he doesn't, he's not aware, but at the same time, is he willing to change or does he even want to change what he's learned? The thing is, is there's a whole world out there because where you are and what you know is not the whole world. So if you were to pick up and just move across the country, it's going to be a whole nother experience for you. And there's a lot more to learn from that. Yeah. But moving, doing that also would cause self-doubt because it's like you're starting over and who likes to start over really right Right. anyone who's starting a family is gonna see things from a very different perspective anyways going so they're gonna have to unlearn it relearn it at the same time as they're Mm -hmm. going nothing's gonna be the same anymore we already know (laughs) well actually we don't know but (laughs) i don't want kids so i don't want kids either Hey, we're in a triple threat, triple threat. (laughs) Love it. So in gaining that experience from being a kid, let's talk about something that we're all good at and talk about if we still experience self-doubt. So we're already experienced. This is something that we love to do on a day-to-day basis or have a love for or a passion for this, whatever it may be. Do we express self-doubt still? And if so, why? Yes, to this day, um, with dance being first and being here for almost six years, I still haven't reached certain things on my goal list as a dancer, right? So I'm like, what am I doing wrong? What can I change? Is it me? Is it the people I'm around? Is it, you know, like, what do I need to change about myself to make me likable in the industry? And I'm like, or is it just, I'm just not a right around the right people at the right time because timing is everything it is about who you know but then I'm like you know I feel like I'm doing everything right you know and I feel like I have good people around me but it's not the right people 
um, and that same time we're in an audition and we feel great and then we don't get the call back and you're like, well, <laughs> I mean, there's so many things with, I mean, industry-wise, even it goes for actors as well, like the way you look, the way you talked, or it's the way you dance, it's your body figure. It's, I mean, so many things. So like in that case, the self-doubt is no longer just about who you are as a person, but it's a, it's a casting. Like they're just seeing what they want. And it's, if it's not you, it's nothing personal. It's just that you didn't fit the mold that they were looking for. But I would say for me, it's every day and I'm now changing my career path um, as like a more of a choreographer and creative director. And I don't really have much experience on that level because I didn't even work the jobs that allowed me to see that experience. I'm kind of just from what I have done, I'm taking that experience and from what I am aware of and what I see now. And then just hopefully it works as I'm going through it right now. And I'm working with an artist right now. And we just actually did a video together for her next coming uh, single. And her just her feedback today was everything I needed because it, it shows that what I was doing with her in the studio on our one-on-ones and the way I was teaching, mentoring her, and then the way I, would, I was directing the video and made her look a certain way that she needed to look. So already that's a reassurance on my end to know that the self-doubt can kind of go away a little bit on that aspect because it worked. Like, there's no reason for me to doubt it if the, the project came out the way it needed to, you know. I love that. And yeah. I just wanted to say uh, that I am in agreement 110% with everything you said, because as you said, it does go with acting. So on the acting side, everything you said, let's just go with that, because all of that rings true. Every alarm or every light that was in my head just went off. Every every Everything that you hit, you hit. And it was all true. And even when I'm auditioning today, I just actually learned, I watched a video on YouTube. I don't know if you guys know of, I'll just use this as an example. Do you guys remember Tia Maori? Yeah. Yeah. So she did like a YouTube video. She has like a channel or whatever. And she had her TV moms on and the mom from Sister Sister was on there. And one of the things that she said really stuck to me. And I think I'm going to use that from now on because it's all literally it's, it's all in the mind. So what she said was when you obviously saying that speaking on auditions and saying that she hated them or hates them or whatever, which everybody does because who hates being judged. But so when you do the audition, do the audition be in that moment, stay in that moment, live in it. And as soon as you walk out the door or hit send, leave it in the room, let it go. Don't even think about it. Don't think about a call back. Don't think about anything. Definitely. And on the fitness side, I have self-doubt every single day because there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. And as I've talked about earlier on in the season, the person who's helped me through all of this, he's still currently helping me as I grow. And it's going to take time, obviously, because I did not have the knowledge of all of this. So, you know, and I don't plan on quitting ever. I don't plan on stopping. So all of this is going to be for a good cause and I'm going to be able to help people with it someday. So on the fitness end, yes, I experience lots of self-doubt. I still doubt myself every time I even step in the door to work out that is not work but uh yeah 
I'm, but I'm still, even though I experience self-doubt, I'm still, I still, I'm excited and look forward to every day that I get to spend in the gym working out. Not I love working out with everybody we, we know at the gym. Like it's, yes, I it's, love the morale. I love the environment when I'm not on the clock. Let's just say that. <laughs> and when it's not either. super busy. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's there was Kenzie. Yeah. Um, I don't really have, like, I think the only thing I could ever confidently say that I've ever been good at with soccer I do not do that anymore and I have not done that for quite a few years you were talking Um, about uh maybe seeing if there were teams in Vegas and stuff like that so if you were to do something like that would you experience self-doubt oh yeah 100 percent. I mean I it was experiencing self-doubt just thinking about it um because I'm like almost 30 and I've not run and I smoke all the time like the I feel like my lungs would collapse if I tried. So I, there is self-doubt. Obviously, I know that if I worked out and got myself back in shape, it would probably be fine. But that's the self-doubt that comes into it is like, how much working out would I have to do? How much have I fucked up my chest and my lungs? Like, w- what point am I at? Um, but other than that, like, I literally experience self-doubt just being a human person. Like every day I go, I I have social anxiety. So my social anxiety causes me to have self-doubt when I go to check out at a fucking convenience store. Like I will have self-doubt about counting out the money as I'm like serving somebody drinks or like counting out their cash voucher when they're like, get hit a jackpot. Like I am constantly doubting myself anytime I have a social interaction with any person. So like, on such a basic level, it honestly can have nothing to do with something that you're passionate about that draws that self-doubt. Like, it's just, it's something that can happen at any time, but it's terrible. But I, you know, like, uh, at the end of the day, you guys are right. Like, there's, the best thing you can do for yourself is find people around who will support you in, like, making confident decisions for yourself and support you if you've fail or support you if you mess up because that's what's gonna cause you to to grow that confidence for making those decisions without having kind of like a crippling effect of self-doubt because I think that's where I think everybody experiences self-doubt some people experience it's like a crippling degree and some people experience it and it motivates them I think a lot of people fall in the middle but I think it's just like a sticky one. So yeah, I experience it aside from things that I think I'm good at. Like, I think I'm good at, I think I'm good at being a person and then, and then life happens and I'm like, I don't think I'm good at this. (laughs) Totally person. (laughs) Well, in closing, I just want to leave everybody with some words of wisdom. I want to share something that was, um, given to me a few months ago by the person that one of the people that is really close to me on this earth his name is Sam Ballard he's been on the show before but I just wanted to obviously shout him out because what I'm gonna say it's very powerful stuff so anybody who is trying to get somewhere or be successful in life is consumed by negative thoughts at least 80 percent of the time So 80% of the time, you're consumed by negative thoughts. 
only because you're trying to do something with your life and get somewhere. Isn't that crazy? 80%. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, imagine that. Like, and that, that just pops into my head every time I doubt myself or think negatively. And it's just insane. It's insane. I feel like that wouldn't happen though if we had better social safety nets as a country. That's just sorry. I just no, no, no. I, I just like I feel like a lot of the stress from people being able to pursue the shit that they care about and like self doubting themselves comes from the fact like if they fail and they invested money, it might have been their last bit of money, and now they can, like. There's a lot of factors that like if we had social safety nets, I feel like a lot less people would probably end up with a lot less self doubt because they're or government widely... safety nets. Sorry. Yeah what yeah (laughs) uh but yeah like they they would probably feel a lot more confident being able to take that risk of like starting a business or you know like going into like uh getting certifications for being a personal trainer or going to school to be a nutritionist or something like that like they would why do you you mention why did you happen to just mention the two things that i had been thinking about the last two weeks Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just grateful that I do have, I I would say besides my family, I think I have two people in my close, close circle that constantly tell me like, I am enough. Like literally I'll be breaking down in tears. And I know every time that like I experience self-doubt, they see it and they're just like, Alexa, like just, they're like, stop thinking like that. And I, they just yell at me. And I'm just like, I don't know why we're conditioned to think that way, but I'm happy they have. I just told you, you're trying to get somewhere in life. It's all that 80%, girl. Enforcement is necessary. You know, we love you. You know, we got you and you're going places. Okay. Yeah. I'm, but the thing is, for me, it's verbal. Like, I definitely need to hear it. And for whatever reason, I'm going to figure out why I need to hear it after I get my therapist together. Yeah. You need that validation. And that's okay. Yeah. A lot of people. I will say that I was in therapy for a little over the two years, almost three years, about two and a half years. It did wonders for me. I had such high anxiety. It was crazy, like the highest anxiety possible. And in a matter of months, it was shattered. Like I still experience anxiety, obviously, but I don't like I used to freak out at like stop having every you know, you guys experience this day where you're like driving and then you hit every single red light or somebody that just like cuts you off. Like just little tiny, tiny things that just upset you. None of that upsets me anymore. And there's bigger things to worry about in life, honestly. And I love the fact that I was able to go to therapy and it gets shitted on a lot. And I don't understand why, because, well, I mean, I know, it may not work for everybody, but it's therapy. You know, you got to at least try it. If it doesn't work for you, then you can say, oh, it doesn't work for me. But most people, it should work. It's also not a place where it's just for, for people that have problems. Like, I want that to be taken away because I'm not necessarily, I don't think I have a problem. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like depressed by any means. It's more so just me just understanding me more. Like, why I think the way I think just uncovering these layers that I'm like, sometimes I don't even know the right questions to ask myself in order to get those answers. So I just need someone to talk to me like openly kind of how we are, how we're doing on this, on this podcast, have a conversation and understand more things from other perspectives. And maybe that's why I, I view things a certain way, you know, but 
Therapy is just there for me. Talking is important, dude. And I used to suck at talking. I used to be like the worst. Like I would never talk to anybody. And now I can't get enough of talking to people. It's ridiculous. Like my inner circle is so, so good. And I'm, I kiss the ground every day. And I thank God that I have my core people in my life. Because if I did not have these people, I would not be here right now. Mm -hmm. Facts. I just wouldn't. Well, I'm happy you have them. Yeah, me and too. Ditto, ditto. <laughs> All right, guys, this was a fun topic, and I want to thank Alexa for joining us. Would yes, you thank like, you. Yeah, no worries. Would you like to let our listeners know how they could connect with you? Sure. I have an Instagram, uh, which is at just period be period Lex, just be Lex. Um, I have a YouTube channel, which is under Alexa Marie. Uh, I don't have Twitter and Facebook. I only use your family. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of our listeners use Facebook. <laughs> I take that That's back. About it. I don't have TikTok. I think our parents. <laughs> I have TikTok. I just don't use it. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for us or any suggestions, you can give us an email at ninetrackmindshow at gmail.com. Or feel free to check us out on social media. You can find us on Instagram at ninetrackmindshow or on Twitter at ntmshow. Thanks so much. Until next time. Have a good one.